How can your stories and lived experiences help you build a creative business? Now this week I'm talking to Maccabee Griffin who is an amazing voiceover actor and he talks all about how he grew his business leading up to COVID and during COVID and how he brings his unique perspective and experiences to the work he does for his clients in his voice acting work. Now this interview is so fun and it's so full of some amazing insights and tips that Maccabee used to grow his business that I'm sure that you are going to be able to use yours. So let's dive in. Welcome to the Well-Paid Creative Podcast, where we discover how to run a profitable and satisfying creative business. I'm your host, Gabrielle Chipier, and I'm going to share with you what I've learned in my 17 years as a creative pro, building my own business from barely scraping by to thriving. From attracting quality clients to charging what you're worth and creating amazing work you love without the risk of burnout and overwhelm. But I don't know it all, so in this podcast, we're going to learn a lot together as I interview experts and reflect on my own experiences, both the good and the bad. Before we dive into the show, if you want access to free resources, trainings, and a community of creative pros just like you, hop on over to wellpaidcreative.com where you can find all this and more. All right, let's dive in. Welcome to the Well-Paid Creative. I am so happy you're here. With me today is an amazing fellow, Maccabee. Welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you. Amazing. Wow, that's an intro. <laughs> so um, tell us a little bit more about yourself. What do you do? How do you get to be where you are today? My name is Maccabee Griffin. I am a voiceover actor, um, and I have been doing it for about a year and a half, almost two years. Um, uh, prior to that, I was a uh, used to work in a pharmaceutical company, and uh, as well as military. And you know, I grew up in the theater and everything, and I enjoyed, you know, everything about storytelling. And uh, during my time at the pharmaceutical company. I felt like I was just not where I needed to be. I was not happy. I was always negative about something. I was not wanting to go to work. So things happened and um, I was laid off because of COVID. And I thought it was, you know, I need to do something different. So I decided to get into voice acting because I found some nerdy voice actors who sat around and played Dungeons and Dragons and it just inspired the theater nerd in me again and I did everything I could to to do it so I've been doing it for a while I've been had some great opportunities to do certain projects and I'm here here I am wonderful so as you were starting to do voiceover acting that's kind of Mm -hmm. a a very very niche service it is. It is. But, you know, we, there's a great thing about being a voice actor is the fact that you, one, you're still acting no matter what, as, as the title says. Um, but you're using your voice to help somebody in some way or shape or form to tell a story. May it be anything from commercials to business narrations to audiobooks to character voices. There's so many things that you can do that's just great about it. Instead, and the other thing is that no matter what you look like, you're not going to be told you can't do something because of you, you don't look the part for it. It's all about the voice. It's all about how you, you talk, how you speak, how you 
interpret what your script is telling you or what the picture of the character looks like. And if you can do that, then by all means, you got the job. I love that. So how did you first kind of break into getting paid work for doing this? Um, luck. <laughs> luck <laughs> is, is definitely one thing that happens. Um, but one of the things I've, I've heard about luck is that it is when opportunity and skill meet at the perfect time. So for me, it was starting out the first year was I was only doing a part time, but I was auditioning during the day and then going to work at night. Um, and I wasn't getting a lot of things my first year. It was more of me figuring out what I want to do, how I want to do it, and how frequently I do it. Because I'm also, you know, not only am I a voice actor, I'm also a stay-at-home dad. So mm -hmm. there's a lot of things that I have to realize and I have to understand that certain things are not going to happen the right way because I have to still be a dad. I still have to take care of my children. So when I was having that uh, capability of not only being a full-time stay-at-home dad and COVID hitting and then things started to happen, I was able to broaden what I was able to do. And it's allowed me to do a whole many, a lot more things and have that opportunity to just take the risk a little bit more. I love that. So tell us a little bit more about some of the projects you've worked on. Um, I've worked on a variety of various ones and they're, they're anything from a character voice for a animated uh, short film called Camouflage that was directed in uh, Amsterdam. Uh, it went to the Image Film Festival in April and did real well. Mm -hmm. And because of that, they're going to be spreading that across all the other film festivals in Europe. Um, I've been able to do narration for a TV series that's going to be airing this summer um, called Planet Wild TV on TBD and TBD.com. Um, think of it as Discovery Channel, National Geographic, and America's Funniest Home Videos all rolled up in one. Yeah, that sounds which, interesting. Oh, believe me, the videos are great. Um, but I've also been able to work on small promos for businesses, um, ranging from solopreneurs up to uh, medium businesses. Um, I'm working with a company called The Memory Collective. Um, with a young lady by the name of Kara Long. And what she does is that she takes, interviews people and takes their stories, transcribes them into a book, works with a local binder here in Indianapolis area. And they create a book that looks like it's from, you know, the 16th, 17th century. So it's got that old antique look. But what we're doing now is that we're taking those said stories and we're using the interview videos as well as the raw audio and we're creating mini documentaries for said people. So what I do is I give it a historical context around it. I give it a little bit of a narrative to said story so that we can preserve as many stories as possible for, you know, anybody, anybody that's wanting to allow their story to be preserved for generations to come. Wow, that sounds like such an interesting project. Oh, it's so much. Right now, we, the sample that we're working on to show people, um, it's still production mode right now with the videographer. Um, 
is that we are using uh, the video from Kara's uncle who passed away back in February. He was a World War II vet. And what we're doing is we're telling his story of how he was drafted into the military, um, a little bit of his life prior to uh, Pearl Harbor and getting drafted into World War II and just little stories like that. And to be honest, I've learned so much more because of him. Um, I love history as it, as it is anyways, and I love telling stories. So it's just an, an easy mix of let's just make this into something that everybody can enjoy for generations to come and give it a little bit of a personal history um, perspective instead of that, the standard, this is what happened, this is what's going to happen, and, you know, that's it. But now it's, it's like DNA. It's, it's like a video DNA. You know, uh, DNA can only tell us so much. We can, where we came from, who we we're related to, uh, where they were walking from here to there and stuff like that. But it doesn't tell the day-to-day -day stories and what the struggles of our ancestors, our grandparents went through. So this is our way of ability of giving history a boost in view of what it actually was, not what some historical author thought it was. This is what these people actually said it was because they lived it. All right, we're gonna get right back to this interview soon because it is so good. But I just wanted to ask you a question. Do you feel like there's something blocking you from reaching the next level of income and revenue in your business? If so, I have the perfect thing for you. I call it the Profit Finder, and it's a fantastic quiz that's designed to find the unique key that's going to fit into the lock of your business and discover exactly what's stopping you from reaching that next level of profit. Now, not only are you going to be able to get the quiz and your results, but you're also going to be able to get the next steps, the things, the actions, the strategies that you can use moving forward to get past this income plateau. Now, you're absolutely going to enjoy this quiz and you should definitely check it out today. It's called The Profit Finder again, and you can find it at wellpaidcreative.com forward slash quiz. So head on over there today answer the questions, get your results, and unlock the profit potential in your business. That's wellpaidcreative.com forward slash quiz. All right, so let's get back to the interview. What has kind of been the biggest lessons you've learned in getting to the point where you're consistently getting work in, in the field that you're doing and kind of growing this business? How to hustle. I think with any, any entrepreneur, any solopreneur, any business, there's always that daily hustle of knowing what's going to work, who to talk to, because some a majority of the time it's who, you know, not what, you know. Um, mm -hmm. And the other variety is, is that, you know, yes, I still do auditions here and there. Um, for instance, I've got one later on this afternoon as well um, that I've got to drive to, but it's the aspect of, you have to be pa passionate of what you're doing. You have to be patient with everything as well. Um, patience is not something that a lot of people understand. Um, you could do a thousand auditions and only get maybe five of those parts. So 
understanding the struggle of being an actor alone, but being a voice actor is a lot harder because there's a lot less work for you. So you have to not only be a voiceover actor, but you also have to be an actor as well. So if you get the opportunity to do a commercial or be on stage, by all means, do it. Absolutely do it. And the other aspect is, is that it doesn't matter your age. You know, I, I've, I've known a, uh, an older lady, I think she's in, I think she's like 82 or 83 now, but she's been doing it for five, six years now. And she's had, you know, projects for L'Oreal um, and a variety of other big Fortune 500 companies. And she's 82 and she started when she was like 80. So wow. it doesn't matter your age. That's the other thing is it doesn't matter your age. You know, I started this two years ago, almost two years ago. And I've had a little bit of opportunities. I've had a luck. But for me, it is the aspect of you have to change your mindset. You have to understand that you're not going to be, you know, famous, world famous when you first start out. And I think that's something that a lot of actors have in their mind is that when you start this is like, I mean, I'm doing it. I've got everything done. Boom. Here I am. See me, love me now, bring me all the good projects, all the jobs. It's a, it's a hustle every single day. You have to put your name out there. You have to do small projects that some of them you're not going to get paid for, but you're building up a portfolio for yourself to show people what work you can do. Yeah, you go and get your demo reels, you know, a variety of things that you can do. But you also have to be able to understand that there's going to be a lot of projects that you're going to do for free just to show people the variety of things that you can do and what variety of things that you can say um, and styles that you can read. So, like I said, patience is a big thing that I've learned. Um, and understanding opportunity is not always around the corner. Sometimes it's, you know, five, six blocks down the road that you're, you know, crawling to. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's very inspiring. So what would you say has been, I like to call it the unfair advantage. Everybody has one. What mm -hmm. would you say is your unfair advantage? My unfair advantage. Um, I would say life experience because mm -hmm being a an actor you have to you have even if you look at something you have to figure out okay what in my life that i've already went through or i've seen or heard can impact this character or impact this said script and because of the fact i have such a, a variety of things i've done in my life you know again like i said i grew up in the theater i went to school for the theater and then 9-11 hit and I had military background. Um, but that didn't come back until, you know, 2005. So there was a lot of times I was still struggling doing the nine to five job, not even worried about theater or anything like that and just living my life. And then when I got into the military, you know, I almost did that. I did that for almost 10 years, about nine and a half years um, without uh, talking about um, adding basic training time into it. And I've been, you know, two tours to Iraq. So, you know, there's multiple times, you know, I've seen stuff over there that many people would never see. 
I've almost been blown up three times um, from mortars to IEDs. So I know a variety of situations that uh, I've been in that 90% of the people in the world will never know. Um, and obviously the, the 90% is off, but you know, um, but then, you know, I, I also have the experience of being a dad to two, two boys, you know, one's 14, one's five, both are on the spectrum. Okay. So I know how it feels to have autistic children, you know, not a lot of people know that struggle. Um, I'm a husband. I've been a husband for almost 17 years, um, to a wonderful woman, how I survived. I don't know why she's still around. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I'm lucky. Um, I think any husband would actually say that too. Uh, <laughs> we, we survived by not screwing up every single day. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I, I've lived the life. I've lived a colorful life. I've met colorful people. You know, I play Dungeons and Dragons, you know, so I have little character backgrounds. I've played for, you know, minis. You know, I have minis right here, right above me to give me inspiration every time I want to look at a character. You know, I've got little monsters up here that give me inspiration. So I think the idea is when you have such a colorful life and an understanding of the things and situations you've been in, you can grasp at so much more than someone just starting out. Mm -hmm. Because yes, they may have youth on their line, on their side, but when you're older, like me, you've got a whole lot, a whole bunch of life experience that you can grab from more to do more, a variety of more things. I love that. And you know, and I think the, the overlying lesson there is kind of not being afraid to be a whole person in your work. Right. And right. when you bring the perspective of all of your experiences, even if you think, oh, well, I haven't really done much, or maybe I'm young, I haven't experienced the world. You really have. Mm -hmm. And even that's third party experience. What books have you read? What movies have you mm -hmm. watched? What, what people have you seen speak? You know, what information oh, yeah, have you absolutely. been exposed to? And that really makes you a whole unique and interesting person. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of part of everybody's unfair advantage is that their own unique perspective on things and not being afraid to bring that into your work. And especially when you're promoting yourself, because you're promoting all of you, not just your skill set. Absolutely. And that's one thing I love telling about people is the fact that everybody has a unique story. And when you've lived it, you think of it just as a normal life. There's nothing special about it. Mm -hmm. You know, like I say, you know, I, I've, I was adopted at six months. To, uh, you know, I, when I was, when I was born, I was a crack baby. So there was a lot of difficulty there. Um, I was raised in a county where I was the only black person in the whole county. You know, wow. you know, I was, I was brought up by hillbillies. I had redneck friends. I helped one farm sometimes, you know, I've had a variety of different things in my life, but the aspect is, is that that's my normal. That's my normal. That's not your normal. That's not your listeners normal. You know, it may be to them, but there's situations that they've already went through or that they've seen and been exposed to are different from me. So every story is unique. Every situation, there are situations that everybody goes through, you know, there's various, you know, you go to school, 
Some of mm-hmm. you go to college. Some people just go to school. You go through puberty. You go through this and that. And it's like, yes, those are the major, major milestones that people go through. But how we get there is so unique. Everybody's life is not cookie cutter. Mm-hmm. That's what makes us so amazing, so complex as a human race. Wonderful. I love that. So if someone were to be wanting to start in the voiceover business, what sort of advice would you give them? (laughs) And it can't be run. (laughs) No, I I wouldn't say, I would say if you're going to run, run forward, don't run back. (laughs) Um, Don't give up. Honestly, don't give up. It's, you're going to start out, some people, they have that, that opportunity and skill automatically to get something and it's going to push them to, you know, five levels past me. Everybody starts at a different level. Everybody has a different background to this. You know, I grew up in the theater. I, I sing, you know, I've been singing since I was six years old. Um, I have a degree in theater. I don't know a lot about theater history, but it gives me enough to work with i love things from you know between the 20s and the late 50s you know that's my era i love things like that but for me i always tell people what that want to start you have to have a passion for it Mm -hmm. you have to have a passion enough to drive you each day when you're told no like i said earlier you could do a thousand auditions and only get five or only get one well that one is a is a good thing to have because no one else will have it. It's mm-hmm. yours. But if you give up so early in the game, you don't know who you're going to meet, who you're going to work with, where life is going to lead you because this path is not for everyone. It is hard, but any path that everybody takes is going to be hard if you don't work for it. That's why I tell people I have to hustle every day. I have to, network out to people, especially now I have to be able to understand and listen to people. And I have to be able to explain their message in a digital world. Mm -hmm. That's it. So I would tell people, don't give up, work hard and your time will come. You will find what makes you happy when it comes to voiceover. Wow. That's such great advice. I love that. So I ask everybody on the podcast this question, and some of the answers are so unique. Do you have a creative hobby or activity that you do on the side just for you? And I might already know the answer to this because you (laughs) mentioned it a couple of times, but I want to hear. Uh, Well, besides Dungeons and Dragons, (laughs) um, like I said, minis, the Dungeons and Dragons minis always give me a little bit of inspiration. Um, Life gives me inspiration. You know, my kids give me inspiration on the days I don't want to kill them. Um, but every parent says that too. No, I love my kids. I love my boys so much. Um, just seeing and talking to people, hearing their story, that inspires me. You know, like I said, there's the gentleman that we're doing the, the sample for, he lived a, an amazing life. He inspires me every day just to actually live a life because he went through World War II. Mm-hmm. No, there were multiple times that he was on death row waiting to just waiting for someone just to call his name, just like, uh, just like his generation. But 
understanding that there is a life out there to inspire you is amazing because you never know where it's going to come from. Never. Mm. Wow. That is such an amazing insight there. Thank you so much, Maccabee, for coming on the podcast. This has been just a fantastic conversation. Where can people find you online? Well, you can uh, find me uh, at, at MacGriffin909, MacGriffin909, excuse me, on Twitter. Um, and on Instagram and Facebook is uh, MacGriffinVO. And then you can go to my website at MacGriffinVO.com. Wonderful. All right, people. So if you're interested in hiring Maccabee for your voiceover or want to learn more about voiceover acting, then definitely go and follow him in all those various places. <laughs> Thank right. you for having me. This is great. Oh, this was fantastic. Thanks so much for tuning in, guys, and I will see you next week. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of The Well-Paid Creative. All the discussions we have around these episodes mean a lot to me, and I love how much I learn from the creatives who listen in. Before we head out, if you want access to free resources, trainings, and a community of creative pros just like you, visit wellpaidcreative.com where you can find all this and more. Join me for the next episode as we continue discussing how you can grow and love a profitable creative business. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd love for you to leave a review or share it with someone you think would benefit. Thanks so much. See you soon.